Two left to go. That's actually a good way to start the episode. <laughs> That's really good. Is you were you recording? Are we recording? Step one. Walk the, the van. van. Step two. Smoke. Smoke. Doinks. <laughs> Step three. Watch. Netflix. Seinfeld. <laughs> um, Welcome back to the Van Life Diary. Diary. This is episode three. Yeah, right? I don't remember anything. Van Life will do that to you, make you forget what happened yesterday. So this episode, we want to talk about getting into van life. How do people make this choice? This is crazy. Um, It's just so unconventional. So how do you get there? How do you know if this is the right lifestyle for you? Because like, no shame. It's not for everyone and that's okay. So how do we how how did we get here and and how do you get here if you're kind of interested and you want to know just the first steps of doing this wild fucking thing so we have a few little bullet points to to cover that's what we did so cuz we're professional podcasters professionals and we write bullets and outlines people so i guess the first place to start is how do you know if this is the right lifestyle for you how do you know that you're not going to throw away your money on a van and a build if you're just going to start it and absolutely not fit into this lifestyle you don't (laughs) no there's there's things that you could do to prepare or to kind of gauge it. We didn't didn't do any of those things. We kind of just said, <laughs> "Hey, let's live in a van." And then we really didn't do it. Got right. rid of everything in our lives besides each other and <laughs> built a van. Yeah. Um I mean, realistically, you could rent a van or even like an RV or something for like a week and just try it out see see what it's like like thinking back I'm like damn we didn't do that but that's okay we have very you know you guys if you start van life and you're not in the middle of a government mandated lockdown and a pandemic then you have a leg up on us congratulations rent a fucking van you lazy piece of just kidding. Hit us rent up. We'll van. rent out our van to you. We're nice. Generous prices. I won't call you that again. But rent a van and really see if this is doable. And keep in mind that the first month of van life is the honeymoon phase. Yes. <laughs> it really was wonderful the first month. And then you get in that routine and it gets a little t- trickier. So can you live without 90% of your stuff? Can you set up a propane stove every time you have to cook? If not, can you have an alternative stove? How are you going to travel? Do you and your partner travel well together? These are just things to consider as you think about it. I mean, when we made this decision, I would stay awake at night and ask myself these questions. And for all the questions, I was like, yeah, 
Doug and I travel well together. I can go without a lot of this stuff. I am able to get a storage unit as a backup plan. Think about living in 70 square feet with your partner, maybe your cat or your dog. Or all three. Or all three. Thinking about like pooping and peeing (laughs) while your partner is staring at you because there's literally nowhere else to look. You can think about it though all you want, but you're going to adapt and be okay with it. So what you should do if you're thinking about it, you and your partner should go into the bathroom together and stare (laughs) each other in the eyes. Dude, I could not have you in the bathroom before and now I'm just like, what? Like, now we just straight up have full on conversations while yeah, one of us is peeing. We eat snacks um, during it. Like <laughs> I would have snacks. never. I haven't succumbed don't, to that yet. Don't even tell them the secrets. So there's things like, you know, actually renting a van or whatever to try. That's probably a really good idea. If you're like on the fence, if you think you could really live tiny, go for it. You could also like rent an Airbnb of like a tiny house and just like See what living in a really small space. Sure. And then just imagine even Um, smaller. Making that one third of the size and then living in that. And it's on (laughs) wheels. Yeah, you guys, like, you can think about it. And I'm sure if you're thinking about van life, you've already thought of these things. And you have already said, like, yes, the way I feel right now, this all makes sense for me. And so that's awesome. You should go for it. You're never going to really know what it's like. So just do it and see if it, if you love it. And if you don't love it, you have a van that you can sell. Um, but you're probably going to like it. If you think that you're going to like it, you probably will. You've already thought, we, we don't have to tell you the things to think about. You've thought about them. And if you have thought about them and considered them and think that this is still good for you, you should try it because you're never going to be able to think your way into what this is actually like. You have to just do it. And you do this for a specific reason. I think most people do. For us, we have a few. It's like we love traveling and we want to wake up in beautiful places and be able to travel somewhere new every day you know, try new food in different cities, figure out where we eventually want to live and build a tiny house or whatever we're trying to do. You know, there's so many beautiful and great things about it. And if you're, if that's the reason you're into it, like I say, go for it because things are going to be difficult, but it doesn't outweigh the beautiful stuff. It's an incredible experience. It's incredible. Just do it for a year, you know? Just 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 do it for a year. Do it f- just, just do it for a year. <laughs> you made the decision, you are ready to do van life. This is a good fit for you or you and your partner or you and your whole family. Um what van do you get? This is not for schoolies or RVs. This is for van life. What kind of van is the right van for you? So for us, we had really three vans. We're also in the U.S. There's yeah, these are true. not going to be applicable if you're outside because there are all sorts of really there fucking dope cool Euro vans. We want to move Europe? to Europe and get some of these cool. Yeah, vans. you guys, if you're in Europe, can you just tell us what cool vans to get? <laughs> We're going to come and get them. And these are the only options for like the big three. I guess would be the the Ram Pro Master. Mercedes Sprinter and the Ford Transit. There's obviously 
tons of other vans. There's Nissans, there's like smaller Fords, there's Chevys, there's all sorts. But like for the cargo van, more like a modern quote unquote van life experience, which to us, we wanted that. We wanted to have a high roof. We wanted it to be super cozy, but like as as spacious as it can be because it's a really small space already. And we didn't want to deal with like having to crouch every single day for our whole fan life experience. Like we wanted to live and enjoy to the fullest that we could. Yeah. So we were going to be in all sorts of terrain. It may have been cold. It may have been um, really hot. We planned on just traveling the country. So Chevy Express is definitely an option. Like if you're okay with not having a high roof, that's an awesome van that I see a lot of people living in. We just have three of us, so we just felt like we needed the space to stand up. But that is like super, like a very valid form of van life that a lot of people do. And like massive applause if you can. Like that, that is such a cool way of doing van life. And it just seems so authentic. And you have to go outside and set up camp. Like you have to be in the same type of weather or consistent weather to to do it standing (laughs) so um there's also people that like build extensions off of us like a small roof cargo van which is like like, a topper on yeah Yeah. you could totally do that and all power to you but like we did not we already are doing the entire build or we we're going to so like we did not want to do that major of a yeah we're late we're lazier than than those people yeah so there's gonna be way more options than what we're talking about but these are kind of like the big three are kind of the the pro masters the transits and the sprinters if you want all the space you know you want to stand up and you want an a bigger van but it's also very stealthy um these are some good vans to to choose from if you're living with a partner especially or or a cat yes but you could do anything and if you have any access to any other van like you could still do it. This is just or our an ambulance experience. or an ice cream truck or FedEx truck. FedEx truck. Those are so cool. Send us pictures. Yeah. We want to do more builds. This is kind of just our first one. Um, so what we were looking for, what was super important for us, was the the high roof and the actual like length of the van itself. Um, we needed a high roof. Like, we did not want to have to deal with crouching. I think that's just not great for posture. We didn't want to deal with building or modding anything. So that was number one. And two, we didn't want, like, the super extended version because we wanted to be able to drive anywhere, like, going up really sharp inclines without having to, like, you know, drag the back of our, our van. That was just kind of, you know, I think the two biggest factors for the physical size is anything i'm missing there no and the reason we didn't go with a sprinter is because those are incredible vans they last so long they're amazing vehicles but they have to really be worked on by like mercedes mechanics because of like the complex computer system and considering how much boondocking we're doing we just didn't want to have to like worry about finding a Mercedes dealer 
in the middle of a national forest. Yeah, we didn't know where we'd be. We're not going to stay in one area. We're going to take this all over. So yeah, a little bit out of our price range as well. But like we're anxious people, so that would have just added to the anxiety. So we kind of narrowed it down to the transit and the ProMaster. We actually almost got a transit. We test drove one of them. Um, It was awesome. Uh, Those are actually, the transits are like really tall as well. So like we're not super tall people. And if we were taller, we would have went with the transit because. Yeah, we're both 5'8", 5'7", 5'8". Five, six, and three quarters, says my doctor. I think I'm a little taller than Doug. It's okay. If my doctor, which I don't know, do I have a doctor that knows my height? (laughs) I'm five, six, and three quarters. (laughs) Wow, that's way less than five, eight. Yeah, I'm not five, eight. I thought you were five. I'm five, eight. Wait, (laughs) we never talked about this. Um, We learn new things about each other every day, even though we're in 70 square feet. Um, but if we were both over maybe six one, I think six one is maybe the tallest you could be in here. I haven't tested that theory, but I'm just assuming. We haven't had anybody in this van who wasn't able to stand all the way upright. We've had a, f- a few people in the van. So I, I think, think it's six three, and then we obviously like knew we were going to have to insulate, run wires, run our yeah. ceiling board. So like. After everything, I think it's about six one. In here. Right? Yeah, I feel like six one is it. If you're six one, you're gonna have to just like hunch a little. It's yeah. okay. You're gonna be fine. You're gonna be just fine. But if you want a van where you can stand all the way up and you can stretch your arms a little, get a transit. That was our first thought because we felt like a taller ceiling might make it feel bigger, but it's actually not as wide. So our bed situation wouldn't have been. The exact same as it is. If you were like five seven, five eight or shorter, get a ProMaster. ProMaster is dope. You could fit with tons of space Just above you. You could sleep width wise as well. Um, and if you're like under five five, like or five five or under, ProMaster no is dope because you could easily fit in width wise sleeping. We have a fixed bed, and it's awesome. Um, and also, they're just like great vehicles as well they last super long time they could haul a ton of weight yeah if you need that yeah so that's the first thing i guess yeah. like overall don't let the van itself limit you like yeah you could do and anything if the if the market is not super great at the moment and you feel okay in a transit or you feel okay in what's available just go with that like just do your first build with that van if you feel good about it and you know, don't worry about not getting the absolute perfect van for you because especially right now, it's 2021. We're just coming out of a pandemic. It's not quite back to normal yet and manufacturing might still be rough. So people have been having a hard time finding vans. If you find a really cool FedEx box truck or a UPS car or a an ambulance or a fire truck, which I've never seen, buy that shit so when it comes to planning which we're really good at (laughs) how (laughs) we interrupt this episode to let you know that we are not we especially me i really suck and i think we made two floor plans 
before deciding on one of them. Like, we're like, yeah, that's like, dope. Yeah, that's sick. That's sick. Let's do that's that. That's sick. So we didn't really plan much, and it really worked out. You know, it was all in our favor. We figured it out as we went, and we made changes. We were originally going to have a shower in here, and we don't have a shower in here, obviously, because I need to wash my hair real bad right now. <laughs> we're a little stinky. Yeah, so if you decide you want to build a van, and now you have the van or you're going to have a van soon, like, how do you start planning for this build? I think the first thing to think about is like, what's the purpose of the van? Are you doing it to, like, are do you ride bikes? Do you kayak? Do you surf? Do you mountain climb? Do you just want to like have a leisure van and just like go travel and just be super fucking comfortable? You just like want a house? Yeah, There's, house on wheels. I think that's the most important first question to ask because. Everything in the build is going to depend on what you're trying to bring with you. And if you're trying to bring a surfboard, which you can do, a lot of van lifers do, that's just going to change the layout and the space and, that you have available. So figure that out. And then once you're there, it's like, okay, what comes with that? So for us, it was kind of a combination of we love to hike. We don't surf or anything. We also play music. So hiking, playing music, and like, exploring and being comfortable and having a cat so like we planned a lot of the build around that and it was more of like let's make this a super comfortable space that has like most of the amenities that we'd like but also there's things that like we were able to you know give and take on my response to this question is literally one word youtube i watched Four million YouTube videos while, quote, working, quote, unquote. That's in the office right there. And I just found other people who had completely different hobbies than me and different reasons for living on the road. Like, there's so many dirt bikers and surfers and all of that who live in a van. And I just started thinking, okay, that makes me realize that I should figure out what I want to do. What, what's what's important to me and having the cat and a space that's really comfy to feel creative and um like music and recording and this podcast like being able to get this all set up easily uh that's important to me so you start thinking about the build and obviously once you get on the road that even changes more so we've even like we've moved things that we thought we needed in the garage up here because we just need it more accessible. And we've made those changes along the way. So YouTube videos, there are so many creative people who already invented the wheel. You know, they already did this and successfully and they lived in it for five years, 20 years, 30 years. So um, watch them like they they know what they're doing and they can give you so many tips. We have a few favorites that we watch every week and it gives us so much insight into just building stuff in general. There are so many resources out there. So YouTube, all the way. You can live in a van no matter what your goal is. You can stay in one place if you live in a van or you can travel the entire world and ship your van to other countries. 
So just maybe like write out the three goals you have and look at your layout and think, am I going to be able to do this each day? This is one of my goals. Can I easily do this every day? If it's writing, you make a nice little desk area where you have a nice light or you have an easily set up outdoor like writing area. If it's painting, you make that work. It doesn't matter. Just make sure you know what you want to do and where your heart is with this and make it that. So our last little part that we planned out here is just like tips for getting through the build. I think that this isn't talked about a lot, but building a van on your own with limited resources, limited help, whatever it is, um, is hard. It's really hard. There are people getting through van builds in a month. There are people getting through them in two years. Both are fine. And I know I have a lot of I have problems with comparing myself to the people I do watch on YouTube to get help in how to do this and putting the expectations to what they did exactly. But everyone has a different definition of van life and just living in general. So how to get through this without the expectation that you have to get it done in a certain amount of time or you have to make it perfect. You can't have any errors you have to work always like how do you get through it without you know getting overwhelmed I guess is the big thing so Doug what what do you think helped you get through this build you were living with my family which I'm sure a lot of people can resonate with if they are doing this with a partner you might move in with their family to save some money or to have some tools or resources or help so you're unique in, in having to live with my parents who you barely knew and um, do the most uncomfortable thing, which is get rid of everything and like build a house and <laughs> do the, just switch your life up entirely. So what do you think helped you when it came to like having to wake up in the morning and it's your two days off a week and you have to go build a van, a, a house? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a lot. I think the biggest motivations for me was like, and I love your parents. I had such a good time living with your parents. It was so awesome getting to know them. But also, even like living with you, I went from living by myself forever. Yeah. And like that, just that alone, living us together was a big adjustment. So like, to me, it was, I wanted to get back to having our space so that was a motivation for me. It's like, this is going to be our space. Number two, this is kind of like our first house. So I was really excited about that. So I always kept that in mind. Like, hey, you're building your house from scratch. That's hard. You may have made three electrical cables today and that's it. But that's okay. You're making progress. And one of the biggest ones for me, I think, was actually like, turning it into my creative pursuit at that time like I wasn't really making any music but like I got really into woodworking and building solar systems and insulation and you know drilling windows like I was to me I was like this is what I'm gonna make this my creative passion right now 
and I would just fucking geek out. Smoke a little fat, fat a day bear or two. <laughs> and just like geek out on what I'm doing. I'm like, this is cool. This is a great skill to have. And get excited about it. I had fun. I'd love to like see the before and after pictures of like what we did. And that kind of kept me motivated. And also, I'm not going to lie, just like going on YouTube and Instagram and watching other people that are doing it. It's like, okay, this is what we're doing this for. It's okay. It's taking us some time. If anything, like we're saving more money right now. If it takes us an extra month, that's an extra month that we're saving. And like we can live vicariously through these YouTube videos. That's why YouTube exists. People want to watch other people's stuff. So we were just living through these YouTubers we loved, which yeah. is just so cool. So I think overall, I was just really proud of what we were doing and like was like if we take our time and do quality work, like we're going to feel really good and we're be we're building this like beautiful thing and that kept me going and sometimes it was really difficult sometimes it would take me a month to build a four foot little rooftop deck and go to Lowe's 13 times because I kept buying the wrong screws and endless other things and there were so many difficulties throughout it but those were kind of like the main things that kind of kept me going yeah you guys if you know how to put a drill bit on. You have a leg up on me and Doug. At the beginning of your build. Like we hardly. I mean I, I had some experience doing like handy stuff. But we hardly had any experience. We had no business building anything. So again we were absolute amateurs. And thankfully my dad helped us and taught us a lot about jigsaws and brad nailers and all sorts of stuff um but we had no business <laughs> building a house and here we are so if you have any experience you 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 have valuable experience and if you don't it's okay you can learn how and to do it and if you don't you can be just like us you literally Build can learn house. how to do it that's that's exactly my point yeah it's a really good feeling like living in a thing that you created and using electricity that you created from like, you built the electrical system, you wired the plumbing, like you did the walls and the insulation. Like I'm warm because I fucking put the wool in the walls. I did that. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, that it's it's. The most rewarding thing, I think, is to just look at something you created. So for us, the thing we created is this beautiful home. And we are so cozy in here. And we're so happy being able to camp wherever we are so easily. And in the future, when we inevitably want to buy land or a home or a cabin or a another van <laughs> I don't know what it is um we're gonna have this van to just be able to escape um so easily so yeah we love van life um but if you're thinking about it you should do it because you're thinking about it why are you thinking about it you have a crush on van life and you should just Stop. go for it ask her out Stop. ask her out we see you looking and flirting and winking. 
You're like on Bumble and you're like, left or right? Which way do I swipe? I'm so scared. If I swipe, is it right? I don't remember. <laughs> the good way, then it's really scary. But if I swipe the bad way, then I could have missed out on my soulmate. So if you think that van life is your soulmate, sign up today for our... $400. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Do van life, you guys. Um, we just wanted to make this video to help you. Um, if you're thinking about it, you don't know what to do from here. Just, just buy a van. Just look on Craigslist every day. It may take six months, but it's okay. Buy the van and build it. And if you have any questions, let us know. Message us. Message us. That's Instagram, we're on Instagram. the podcast you're listening to. You can't message us on here, on the podcast. You can't message the podcast. If you know, you know. Okay. So we're just vamping. Love you so much. Thanks for listening. Bye. Fell my diary, 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 fell my